0: The free sweat quiz and their products can be found at slayrx.com, on Amazon.com, or at your local run and bike shop if it's available. You can use the code PLEASANT21 for 10% off at their website. Thanks to SlayRX for sponsoring us, y'all. Give them a try. We appreciate our sponsors, and thanks to all of them for helping us bring you the most pleasant exhaustion podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a special edition of the Most Pleasant Exhaustion podcast brought to you by ITL Coaching and Performance, Blue Pineapple Travel, and Slayer X. My name is George Darden. I'm an endurance athlete and coach here in Atlanta, Georgia. I am a father to twin boys, and I'm a college professor.
1: My name is Michelle Frank. I'm also an endurance athlete here in Atlanta, Georgia. I am a mom to three girls, and I am a CPA.
0: We are sitting in Michelle's office in her house because we had to get together, not only for an interview with Betty Lindbergh, which we're going to be putting out on the podcast tomorrow, which I'm super excited about, but also because uh, there was a pretty amazing series of races over the course of the last few days that we had to talk about. Michelle, tell us about it. Uh,
1: yeah, we saw not one world record in the women's 10,000 meter race, but two. Uh, We saw a world record that had previously stood uh, for several years before it was broken at the Rio Olympics in 2016, uh, 29-17, that was run there, which at the time was just outstanding, and uh, Molly Huddle ran that race in a time that would have placed her on the medal stand at any prior Olympics or World Championships. And she placed six in Rio in the 10K. So it was a smoking fast field. It was a 29-17 world record. And I don't think uh, many of us expected to not only see it broken um, by so many seconds um, at any point after, but now we've actually seen two world records set in this event just in the last several days. So um, George. Where were those records set? So,
0: right on. So, Sunday night, you had the Fanny Blankers-Cohen Games in Hingelo. Um, and they, Safan Hassan, Dutch uh, Dutch athlete, was running there on the track in Hingelo. It was the same track, actually, where both Haile Solazi and Kennanisse Bekele had set... Uh, 10,000 meter and 5,000 meter world records previously, respectively, Um, but she goes out there um, and with a couple of pacers and with the wave light system there, set to try and break the world record, and she runs 2906, which in and of itself was a shattering of that record. 11 seconds in a 10,000 meters when you're talking about a time that's that fast already was fairly mind-blowing.
1: Yeah, I think uh, she set out, and uh, as George said, the track had both pacers uh, for her and also the wave light technology that we've seen a lot, uh, especially as uh, the pandemic races have you know been predominantly closed off to pacers, spectators, and all of that. So uh, she went out and the pacers were essentially she just dropped them. <laughs> yeah. Um she only ran with them for about the first 2k of 10k. She ran 255 flat for each of the next 7k. She followed the wave lights and then the wave lights were clearly set uh just to break the world record and she ended up closing in 245 and finished like George said in 2906. She ran uh, a negative split 1438 and then a 1428. And I think we've seen her dominate um she previously trained with the Nike Oregon project with Alberto Salazar. She's been through that whole debacle, a coaching change. She has unbelievable range and events from the mile you know, to the 10,000 meters. And I think we were expecting to see her go fast. No chance was anybody expecting her to run a 2906 for a 10K.
0: Not, not, not even her. Like
1: twenty nine oh six in general.
0: <laughs> How like, about that? So, so so she she actually crossed the finish line and and was kind of blown away herself. Right. Um. It, it was it was she had the, this this sense of that she was disbelieving what she had just accomplished, um, that sure. she, she had just run that fast. Um, but she took a little a minute to kind of gather herself and then of course went and stood and, and, and took that picture with the world record and, and was super proud of what she had accomplished. She was in front of a home crowd, a Dutch crowd there in, in Hingilo, uh and, and of course they're cheering for her and everything like that. And so, so you add that to, like you said, she has such range to her world record in the mile You add that to her European record of 65-15 in the half marathon, um, she was sixth all-time in the 1500, and then she then set the world record so the fastest of all time in the 10,000 meters.
1: There is no distance that she cannot run and compete on a world level, like a top finishing world level.
0: Yeah. No, it's incredible. It's amazing. But...
1: It was really (laughs) short-lived. What is going on?
0: But then, after the world record had stood literally from 1993 until 2016, and then had stood from 2016 to 2021, it was broken twice within 55 hours. So you had said, Safan Hassan ran so brilliantly on Sunday night. Come back on Tuesday night... Um, and you have Latenzabet Gide comes out at the uh, Ethiopian Olympic trials. Now, why Ethiopia has their Olympic trials in in the Netherlands, I'm not totally sure about that, but they do. Um, and, and Gide didn't have any pacers since it was a championship race, but she also used those wave lights, and she actually set them up a little bit differently. So she actually had them set to break... Safan Hassan's world record, which was two days old at this point. Um, but she really likes running negative splits, so they actually set them up for a negative split. She runs through the first 5k and 1442, which if you put those two together, that would have been a, a 29.24. Too um, slow. And then she too slow, yeah, oh, so slow. <laughs> um, and then she closes her last 5k in a mind-blowing 14 minutes and 18 seconds uh, in order to run 2901 um for for ten K for ten thousand meters on the track here. Um laughed everybody in the field except for the seventh place finisher.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I would say that the main difference between uh Gire's finish and uh Hassan's finish was she wasn't as surprised. Like mm-hmm. she wanted it. She wasn't she didn't seem to be intimidated by the fact that, you know, uh 2906 had just been run literally 48 hours before, yeah. um, and and she went after it and she definitely looked like you know she had kind of gone to gone to that place. I felt like when Safan finished, she was exasperated and kind of overwhelmed with joy that she had ran the time that she ran. But again, when she finishes, it just sometimes looks like she has so much left. Yeah. Um. This time, however, you know she looked like and as I hope. She and any woman who runs a twenty nine oh one would uh <laughs> like you know she had really just kind of taken everything she had and laid it out there, so i don't know, I could argue that the wave light technology is pretty spectacular for sure (laughs) what do you think i i
0: i think the wave light technology is pretty spectacular i think it's but even in its use in these two separate races i think is so interesting yeah because for for safan hassan they said we're going to set it to world record pace and it's going to do exactly that 255 point some number of seconds for every single kilometer And that's what they set it at. And then they said, Okay, well we're gonna do the same thing for for Latinzabet Gide, but rather than setting it for just a straight up twenty nine oh six and every lap being exactly the same, they tuned it faster. Yeah, they tuned it to the way that she likes to race. Um, and then, of course, both she and, uh, and Safan Hassan uh, outran the wave lights in the, in the last kilometer of the race just as they were kicking it in, um, which has to be something that just totally inspires. I mean, because you see the world record, like, in those lights. Sure. And as soon as you start running away from it, you're like, I'm running into the world record. But I'm I mean, that's got to be inspiring, right?
1: I think it's inspiring, but I also just wonder, does it take away from the uh, – Competition of you know running side by side in the pack and running to win versus running against the clock. Yeah. Now I understand if your goal is to break a world record, um, then you know you might have to run for the clock. But I just wonder, you know, when we get all of the women who are in this range—not that there's that many of them—if <laughs> um, knowing that you know Safan ran what she ran and G'day ran what she ran, is that going to bring everybody up to? you know a much faster pace and then are we going to actually get to see racing at this pace or is this something that might only actually be able to be accomplished and be even you know accomplished faster with the wave light technology like i would love to see women push you know the 29 minute mark in the 10k but i'd rather see it done with a pack of women going to that place than one amazing runner following a wave light on the track and i know yeah. i'm not necessarily in the majority here, but <laughs> no,
0: no, I, I, I don't know whether you're in the majority or not, but I do think that's a common sentiment. Um, I think that that, I mean, ideally, you would want to see like this big pack of women, all of whom are super close to the world record, and they're fighting it out, and then the person who wins breaks the world record, right? I mean, that's sure. kind of that's kind of the ideal scenario. But even though this was amazing, what we're talking about here, they're really the only two people. That, that can knock on this door, the sub-29 door, because that's what we're suddenly now talking about is that a woman is getting ready to run under 29 minutes in the 10K. Yeah, that also uh, takes 10, a whole
1: reframing. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it really does. Um, and and so, I, I mean, I would like to see that too. And we are going to get to see that this summer, right? It's gonna so. it's gonna be during the Olympic Games. They're gonna have that ten thousand meters, right? And so suddenly, the ten thousand meters in the Olympic Games is one of the most anticipated events in the entire track meet. But, <laughs> um, but, but, but we will get to see that. But, but, are they going to actually be trying to run that fast and run that hard, or are they going to be running for the championship? Which is a question we asked literally last week on the podcast.
1: Yeah, I would say that um, historically, you know, the races at the Olympic and world level tend to be more strategic, but. That is not what we saw uh, at the 10K in Rio in 2016. I mean, we saw the world record set there at that time. Yeah. So, Good point. I do wonder like, how many women are just going to try to give it their all and just go for it with them. I assume that we will see them in the women's mm-hmm. final for the 10K in Tokyo. Um, and... Is Tokyo's track gonna have wave light? Do we know? I like, don't know. Probably, or or I mean,
0: or is wave light even allowed under yeah, Olympic even, rules? I don't right. know. I don't have any idea. Um, because they don't normally have pacers in the Olympics, right. right? And so so are they allowed to have pacing lights in the Olympics? I don't yeah, know. I mean, I mean, so
1: I want to see these women run with the rest of the best in the world um, for yeah. the ten k, and especially our American women, and mm-hmm. you know, see what happens when it's true racing, no pacers, no wave lights, and yeah. kind of where everything stacks up.
0: Um, well, so and so with that in mind we should say so safan hassan um won the world championship in 2019 in doha and in doing that she outkicked kicked yeah right and so so and and gide is not a stranger to championships i mean she she won the under 20 race at world cross country twice and in order to do that twice, that means yeah. you have to win it when you're pretty young the first time. She, and young. she won it two years apart. She won it in 2015 and 2017. Um, in 2019, she ran 44.19 for 15K, which, by the way, was also in the Netherlands, uh, coincidentally. Um, and, and the last 10K of that 15K was actually 29.12. Um, that race was considered to be one of the all-time greatest distance runs. It, it translates to a 2.11 in marathon. Um, yeah, which is know. just kind of mind blowing. Um, and so, so she she's clearly a very strong, very talented runner. But when it comes to like leaving it to the final kick, she got beaten by the 1500 meter sixth of all time runner Safan Hassan. And so it seems to stand a reason that that uh, she might Gide might want to push it at the Olympic Games and try and run as fast as they possibly can because that's her best chance to win.
1: Yeah, and I think that also is kind Which of... Which is
0: kind of awesome. Yeah. It's also a testament to what
1: I felt about the way that Safan finished. Like, mm-hmm. just because she yeah. was so adamant to just knock off the Ks in 255 and not get ahead or really behind of the wave light, um, that towards the very end, it just looked like... It was almost like she had another gear, but she knew she had the world record kind of wrapped up, so why chance it? Just, mm-hmm. you know, she knew she was okay based on the light, and it felt like she crossed with room to spare, so... Um, but I just, I can't, I wish I could, I wish we knew what was kind of going through her mind. Like you break the world record and then literally two days later, somebody yeah. else just comes right back and breaks it. Like it's no big deal. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. and, and this is I mean, th- th- this is a big deal. I mean, obviously her, her having. Deal. I mean, so, so she was a world record holder in the mile, as we mentioned before, she was a European record holder in the half marathon, but to set a world record in the 10,000 meters, that's like, for lack of a better way of saying it, that's like really legit. She um, also
1: has a world championship. So to she had, her name in yeah, the ten thousand and the fifteen hundred
0: right. <laughs> that yeah, she won think, at the same championships. Yeah, I think which if I was today,
1: I would not uh, right. want to be within range of Safan in that last four to six hundred meters in Tokyo if I'm running the ten k. Agreed. I do not think that. I do think in every single circumstance Safan can outkick kick her.
0: I agree um, but at the same time Safan doesn't want to let go too slow because Francine Saba from Burundi who we talked about before was also in the race with Latenzabet Gide and she also ran an Olympic qualifier for the 10,000 meters and so she is going to be in that Olympic final race as well and so, so if Stefan is on, sits way back and it really truly turns into a kicker's battle you have the silver medalist from the 800 meters in, in Rio in that race too <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been more excited for a 10,000 meter race as I am for the women's 10,000 meter in in Tokyo this summer.
1: I mean, it's pretty exciting to already look forward to the race and our own team, you know, hasn't even been named. Right? So, like, um, if
0: they have to shut down the Olympics because of COVID, I hope they still, they hope run, they still the 10, run the 10,000 meters. Like, well, just cancel every other event, uh, but run the women's 10,000 meters. Um, and for I the sake of equity, maybe run the men's 10,000 meters too. Whatever, but... but. I I don't know where it
1: falls on the schedule, but it's typically either first or last, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know that I know that the the marathon is always last. The men's marathon is always literally the last event in the Olympic Games, but I don't know if there's a traditional way that they go about scheduling the 5,000, 10,000 meters. I know they have put out the schedule, and perhaps before we came on to this emergency podcast, we should have looked at it. But, <laughs> um But but there there is, because of the way the scheduling works, Safan Hassan is probably going to double in the 5,000 meters and the 10,000 meters. Latenzibeth Gide, is she going to double in the 5 and 10? We don't know. She's also the world record holder in the 5,000 meters. She's run 14.06 in the five thousand meters she's the first woman in close to 30 years that has actually held both of these records at the same time um and so that's that's pretty incredible and pretty amazing as well
1: i will say that and it typically takes george uh reminding me of this these women's range (laughs) you know makes me less likely to think that they're not clean Mm -hmm. there's a lot of skepticism right now that you know there's no way that these times are run by clean athletes but if you look at the progression, they're both in their 20s um, and the range that they have from their times, literally from the 1,500 meters to the half marathon, yeah. they just, they are just fast. They are yeah. just fast, 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 and they are hard workers, and their training is good. And it seems like as long as they get to the starting line healthy, uh, they're going to run some amazing times yeah
0: yeah I agree and so you know we and and I'm glad you brought that up because there are a lot of people that are talking about you know was this drug-fueled did they use performance enhancing drugs and that sort of thing I I've said on this podcast before I'm I'm not cynical enough to look at a really fast performance and be like that's drugs like there has to be something more to it that to convince me that it's drugs or drug-fueled and I usually have a two-pronged test Um, and I think I was telling you this the other day uh, Michelle, my two-prong test is, is uh, did they come out of nowhere? Um, so do they have like a rate of improvement um, that, that shows that, that they have built towards this in a logical way? Um, and in this case, Yes they do They definitely do. Um, yeah they, they both kind of built to this this was it wasn't as if you know their previous best was was 33 minutes and then now they both just ran close to 29 minutes. Um, but it's and,
1: still really 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 fast. <laughs> I agree
0: I agree. The other thing that I always say is that usually when I think that, that somebody breaks a world record it, they have to be, have something that makes them paradigm breaking. Something about them needs to make them unique. They can't just be faster than somebody else. And this is sort of a little squishier one, I feel like. Um, but the fact that that Safan Hassan has that range, that suggests to me that she's built different. Sure. Um, and that, that there's something special about her and her ability and her training um, that enables her to run faster than anybody else has in history. I thought the same thing about Usain Bolt. Yeah, um, He was so tall and, and the way he could do those, the way he could stride. Um, Therefore, it made sense that he was able to run so much faster than everybody else, right? It, uh, just, I think the same thing yeah. about Wade Van Niekirk. Um, he, he trains differently from other people. He trains on grass, he doesn't lift heavy weights, um, things like that. And so so I feel like this, the, both of them kind of passed that two prong test. Yeah. Um,
1: I do wonder what it is, though, because anybody who's seen Safan run, it's not her mechanics, it's not her technique. Like, mm-hmm. she's not flawlessly running laps around the track. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not even a a pretty runner person to watch, but it's just, man, she's just so fast. They're just, uh, there is something special about them. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, if they're already running world record times now in June, I think, you know, most American women are not even ready to, to peak for trials. And then the ones who would be world, uh, You know, record and Olympic medal contenders would really be building up so that they don't even peak until late July, early August. And these women are already running world records, so it'll be interesting to see what happens in Tokyo. Are they still in that you know 29 flat range, or did they peak too early? Um, I don't know.
0: So it's going to be
1: really interesting summer. Yeah, yet
0: yet, yet another wrinkle to the uh, this. Showdown that we can discuss over the course of the next two months so um, I think it's good that we actually recorded this Michelle as we're wrapping up here I think it's good because we're undoubtedly going to refer to this several times Oh yeah. like it's going to come up as a side note on like 90% of the conversations we have on the podcast probably. over the course of the next two <laughs> <few> months <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's probably good that we went ahead and laid the groundwork here so that everybody knows what we're talking about so uh, Michelle thanks for having me over to your house so we could, afford this, uh, we could record this this special edition sure Anytime. All right. Keep watching the news, everyone, because, I don't know, there might be another world 10,000-meter record or something. Like tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks again for listening to the Most Pleasant Exhaustion podcast. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast on Twitter, at Pleasant Podcast, or on Instagram, Most Pleasant Exhaustion. We're available on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, or Spotify, so share us with your friends. Don't forget that we're sponsored by ITL Coaching and Performance, who you can find at itlcoaching.com, on Twitter, at ITL Coaching, on Facebook, at facebook.com slash itlcoachingperformance, and on Instagram, itlcoaching. We're also sponsored by Blue Pineapple Travel, bluepineappletravel.com, Facebook.com slash Blue and on Instagram, Blue Pineapple Travel. And finally, don't forget we're sponsored by SlayRx. That's SlayRx.com, Facebook.com slash Here for That's the number 4 SlayRx. Twitter at OfficialSlayRx. and Instagram Here for The number 4 SlayRx. Discount code Pleasant21. On behalf of Michelle Frank, Patrick Ollinger, and Eric Hall, I'm George Darden. Thanks for listening to the Most Pleasant Exhaustion Podcast. See you next time.